as is uh, customary for the first meeting in March, the mayor is to present the annual State of the City Address. So if you will indulge me for the next uh, few minutes, there is a lot to talk about. So first off, good evening on this International Women's Day. Woo, yay. <laughs> Alderwoman Sanchez, Alderwoman Costa, thank you. Our tax collector, Cheryl, somewhere, maybe. <laughs> Anyways, to all the ladies in the room, um, to all the distinguished members of our Common Council, our elected officials, our department leaders are here tonight, city employees, my fellow residents of, of the city of New Britain, it's my honor to stand before you this evening to deliver the annual State of the City Address. Over the past decade, we've been working together relentlessly to bring New Britain back to end the stigma and self-doubt, and to build the bright future for New Britain that we all deserve. By rolling up our sleeves and putting in the hard work, making tough choices, we're better positioned than we have ever been before, and we're seeing the fruits of our labor produce undoubtable results. Through thoughtful and caring leadership, we've accomplished what, not that long ago, seemed nearly unimaginable. Ladies and gentlemen, I am proud to report that the city of New Britain is energized and the state of our city is strong. Together, we've been building, both figuratively and literally, a better New Britain. Our common sense, nonpartisan approach has allowed us to bridge the political divide, to seek compromise, and embrace a wide spectrum of viewpoints to better serve everyone. And it's the residents who spoke loud and clear on what they wanted. In November, the voters of New Britain overwhelmingly approved changes to the city's charter that will help institutionalize the progress we've made over the past decade. They wanted a balanced government that places a higher value on collaboration and compromise instead of political warfare that's been a historic hallmark of our city and frankly has held us back from reaching our true potential. By working with elected officials from both sides of the aisle, both locally and statewide, we've been able to successfully craft and implement sound, responsible policies that benefit every resident in our great community. Because of our willingness to end those petty political battles and just do what's right for our future, we're a city that is energized and ready for what comes next. And I've been lucky to spend a lot of time traveling the state, using our work as examples of how efficient, effective municipalities can be successful. Through my leadership in positions like the Board of Regents for Higher Education, the Connecticut Conference of Municipalities, Capital Workforce Partners, Capital Region Council of Governments, I swear I'm here during the day <laughs> and doing all of that. Um, I'm able to leverage statewide relationships to ensure our city remains top of mind for grant opportunities to further that results-driven agenda. Anywhere you go in our city, you can see cranes, trucks, construction sites, the energetic signs of improvements to our buildings and the quiet hum of new possibilities. Together with our planning and development team led by Jack Benjamin, and members of the Mayor's Strategic Plan Committee, we continue to grow with smart planning and projects outlined in our plan of conservation and development, creating new commercial, manufacturing, and residential options for those looking to invest or to call New Britain home. In downtown alone, we expect to add an estimated 400 new residential units of varying income levels over the next three to five years with flagship projects like the Brit, the Strand, the High Railer, the renovation of 102 West Main Street, the list continues to go on. Improvements in housing stock and housing quality 
directly tied to improving the quality of life for those who call the Beehive their home. Moving beyond downtown, I'm pleased to announce that the long overdue renovation of Mount Pleasant will soon begin. Its transformation to Mount Pleasant Village and also the, 320, the building at 321 Ellis Street are going to provide additional housing opportunities to those of lower incomes, while also creating valuable and affordable senior housing stock, which is desperately needed for those who want to stay here. Residents of all backgrounds benefit from the energy that we're infusing into our neighborhoods. And our business community is expanding too. Our expanding business community is a testament to the fact that our city remains a destination for owners across countless industries. In 2022 alone, we saw 188 new businesses open up in town. That's impressive. <laughs> but these things don't just magically happen. We have to make them happen. We remain committed to expanding workforce development, building a diverse workforce that reflects the community and fills the needs of the industries that are found here. And while there's still plenty of work to be done in that area, I'm happy to report that the city's unemployment rate has gone from 15.9% during the height of the pandemic to just 3.9% in January of this year. I wanna thank the members of our Planning and Development Office and Economic Development for keeping that big development energy going. And speaking of big energy, under the guidance of Mark Moriarty, the Public Works Department and continues to advance massive public improvements to the city's infrastructure. He's doing that through projects like our Complete Streets Roadmap, NB Flush, that's fresh line upgrades for sanitary health, which is a $90 million investment in repairing and replacing our 100-year-old sewer and stormwater system. I know a little bit about that. <laughs> um, he's also working on the city's new $20 million public works yard that's directly supporting ground up development that's transforming our city block by block. And we're doing it because we care. Here in New Britain, we care. Oh, we care. <laughs> we care about our quality of life for everyone. We remain committed to good government, continued public improvements, better and more accountable public safety, and to advancing opportunity and access to everyone, no matter your zip code, your income, or your home ownership status. Nowhere else is our quality of life more evident than in our park system. Under the watchful eye of Eric Barbieri and our parks and recreation staff, we're expanding our investment in our parks so that we can continue providing state-of-the-art recreational spaces for everyone. Our top project for 2023 is the completion of the $10.5 million overhaul of Osgood Park which will turn the entire area into an outdoor recreation destination for the north end of town. Additionally, we've finally begun dredging the pond at Stanley Quarter Park, a long overdue project that will restore that pond into the gem so many of us remember from our childhoods, and that includes the return of the paddle boats. <laughs> No pressure, Eric. We're, we're going to need those. <laughs> we're really going to need them now that I just said that. <laughs> to move on, um, with the help of Chief Ortiz and Assistant Chief Towie, we've restructured the New Britain Fire Department after discovering some very serious deficiencies. That's allowed us to shape the department in a way that has re-energized New Britain's bravest to best serve the residents of the city while modernizing our policies, procedures, and culture. Our first responders are held to the highest standards, 
and I appreciate the shared commitment of our department leaders in attaining and maintaining those standards. Chief, you have a difficult job, and I just want to say thank you. Now, under retired Chief Shoots leadership and now acting Chief Ben Murphy, the New Britain Police Department remains a leader in 21st century policing, proactively embracing key tenets of the Police Accountability Bill and implementing the Innovative Mental Health Navigators Program, which strives to bridge the gap between law enforcement and social service. It leverages the skills of police officers with a mental health background to respond to those experiencing emotional distress. We continue to set the bar high, very high, at our police department. And I'm looking forward to hiring a new police chief this year to continue infusing that positive energy we need in our officers and into our community. Our police department remains deeply embedded in our community, forging valuable relationships with our residents and community leaders that helps build trust, respect, and ultimately reduce crime. They're working hand in hand with our community partners that are part of the New Britain Recovers Initiative to implement the Be Responsible program in our schools. A program aimed at educating students about the harmful effects of drugs and alcohol while encouraging them to live a healthy lifestyle. The energy of work being done by the New Britain Recovers Initiative, led by Mallory Dupre and her dedicated team in the Community Services Department, Omar, and our local Prevention Council and Youth Council. Hi guys, thanks for coming. <laughs> the energy that they're infusing has allowed us to fight back against social stigmas and serve some of our city's most vulnerable and often overlooked residents. By bringing together the city's opioid task force, building Hope Together's task force on homelessness, and the local prevention council all under one umbrella, the city is able to provide an efficient and effective one-stop shop that can provide a more holistic service approach that helps improve the lives that our fellow residents who struggle with a variety of interconnected issues. I want to thank Acting Chief Murphy. I want to thank New Britain EMS Chief Bruce Baxter. I want to thank Mallory, her staff, all the state public safety and healthcare personnel involved with this initiative. Their work is saving lives every day. Thank you. <laughs> we've cared about good government, as I said before. And we've made City Hall more transparent, accessible, and accountable to the public. My office door is always open. I've continued holding mayor's open office hours at various locations throughout the community to give more residents the chance to express their concerns and to bring new ideas to the table. No administration has been more transparent, more accountable, and more accessible than ours. <laughs> Accessibility also means better connectivity. And we've successfully digitized many city features, especially on our city's website, with customer service and convenience at the forefront. So you can see Umir, Nadal, everybody running around back there somewhere. <laughs> our new city partnership with GoNetSpeed will allow all households to access low-cost, high-speed internet to take advantage of our online services. I want to thank John Delgadillo and the staff at the Support Services Department for bringing us up to date and keeping us technologically updated in an ever-changing digital world. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Together, we're leading New Britain into the 21st century and making it a model of success for other municipalities to follow. 
We are energized, we are strong, and we are growing. Just last week, we announced that the city's grand list increased for the 10th year in a row. Businesses like Polymer Precision, Rich's Foods, Alvarium Beer Company, and countless others have chosen to expand, relocate, or establish themselves here because of our business-friendly approach. And new developers, they've invested here because of our city's rising potential. Just look at our ever-changing skyline to see those results for yourself. But while we have this big energy propelling us forward, we must harness its full potential. We've got to keep pushing. Because if we let our foot off the gas, we're inevitably going to miss these once-in-a-generation opportunities. They're going to pass us by if we don't grab them now. I know I've always discussed our strengths, but true indicators of growth are when you're willing to be honest about your weaknesses. And let's face it, we are far from perfect. But that makes us who we are. One area in particular is our city's finances. You often heard me say that financial stability is a journey, not a destination. And I remain proud of the fact that we've turned a $30 million operating deficit into, as of today, a $24 million surplus, bringing newfound stability and fiscal responsibility back to our city. I continue to strive to get our city's finances to the point that when it's time for me to leave here, the future mayor, the chief operations officer, and the common council will not have to worry about budgets like I've had to throughout my entire administration. It is up to us as leaders to confront the hard problems and find solutions that will lead to successes. And if history is any barometer, I know that together we can meet these challenges head on and come out better for it. So on that note, it wasn't very long ago that I stood before you during this very same address and called out the elephant in the room, the glaring deficiencies within our public school system. I made it clear then and there that I would not support the adults failing our students any longer. I never shy away from discussing hard truths, especially when it comes to our children and family. My speech then prompted some very difficult conversations that led to desperately needed changes. Today, I'm proud to say that the city has a renewed relationship with the Consolidated School District of New Britain and the incessant calls for more communication and accountability, increased academic performance, and a return to basics are being answered. Our superintendent of schools is here tonight. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> superintendent Tony Gasper and I meet regularly and I continue to be impressed with his energy, his organizational skill, knowledge, and the significant changes he's already begun to implement during his short time here. Dr. Gasper has developed a more thorough budgeting process. He's increased communication with our families and our community, he's prioritized student performance, and has elevated that back-to-basics message that's been missing from the school district for so long. And while Dr. Gasper is working diligently on transforming the culture of complacency at the Board of Education, the city remains committed to doing our part in delivering a quality education that our students and our parents can be proud of. Dedicating city funds to ensure that our students have modern school buildings equipped to support a modern education. In the last few years, the city has invested 125, over $125 million in partnership with the state in fully renovating three elementary schools across the city. In addition to the millions spent on ADA compliance and other smaller renovations, 
at New Britain High School and Slade and Pulaski Middle Schools. We remain committed to funding the structural needs of our school facilities within budget constraints and working in conjunction with the school administration on a facilities master plan that outlines the capital needs of staff and students and clearly delineates what properties should be kept, expanded, repurposed, renovated, and that includes making sure that our schools are as safe as possible too. They say that the first step to fixing a problem is admitting that you have one and we did that together as a community. New Britain is fully aware of the educational challenges we face, and we've made substantial progress over the last few years to address those challenges head on. I'm incredibly hopeful for the future of our school system, and I remain confident that soon our students will have the re-energized public school system that they deserve with measurable results. Another pressing challenge that presents us an opportunity is this year's reevaluation process. I see our Board of Finance Chair, Mary Morocco, sitting back there. And Jonathan Perugini, <laughs> our Finance Director. You know, while I'm thrilled, just thrilled, that the market has determined New Britain to be a desirable place to live and invest, I understand the concerns and the confusion of our residents. Let's be honest, this process is quite confusing. That's why back in November, I began informing our residents that the city would be going through this state mandated process. Every property owner received information mailed directly to their homes. We took to social media channels, conducted multiple media interviews on this topic to make sure residents understood the reval process and were better able to have an, a better understanding of what it meant for their wallets. None of us are thrilled. No one wants to pay more money, right, Mr. Treasurer? <laughs> The process occurred during a time of high inflation, high demand, low inventory, and unfavorable interest rates. And as a result, many residents received notice that their property values had significantly increased, which in turn led to many questions about their tax bills that will be due in July of this year. And while the city cannot step in and stop the nationwide market trends and economic conditions that led to an increase in values, we can address the mill rate to minimize the financial impact on our taxpayers. I want to be very clear here. The city can, must, and will reevaluate the current mill rate. And rest assured, I remain right by the side of property owners here in New Britain to help guide us through this process. I stand with the taxpayers of this great city and when I present my budget to this council next month, I can promise you that there will be a decrease in the mill rate. So, where do we go from here? I think the answer is simple. We keep building, we keep caring, we keep leading. We move forward with pride, move forward with purpose self-assured in our successes of the past and present, and eager to confront our challenges head-on with poise and confidence. This energized city is experiencing exciting times, but the work is far from complete. In New Britain, we strive for nothing but the best, and I'm confident that the best is yet to come. Together, we'll continue to build a bright future for ourselves. We'll continue the ever-important work of caring for our people and putting the needs of our community at the forefront of our agenda, and we'll continue leading with the same foresight and vision that has brought us this far already. We've been infused with energy in every facet of our government. And now it's up to us to keep that energy high, to keep that energy going, to keep that energy booming. 
I want to thank you all for joining us tonight. Thank you for our, all of our amazing staff here at City Hall for everything that you guys do day in and day out. I'm forever grateful for the support and confidence in my leadership that each of you continue to show. I'm honored and I'm humbled to serve as your mayor. May God bless you all and may he continue to bless the great city of New Britain. Thank you. Thank you.